to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. Punk if you're a horn dog. Beep, beep. <laughs> Did you just come up with that because I said hit it, Greg? <laughs> no, actually, um, I was like, oh, I haven't been really good with my intros lately. Like, I haven't given it a thought. And then, you know, on my period, and I find it to be the life's greatest paradox that, like, when we're on our periods and, like, moo-moos and diapers is, like, when we're the horniest. It's like, God really said, we're going to play you. Does it? I thought our peri- periods came on the same time. Mine shifted. Something happened, okay. like, the past two months. Like, I think, I can't remember if it was last month or the... I think in June, instead of coming on a Friday, it came on Wednesday. And then last month it came on Monday and this month it came on Monday. And honestly, sure. Because then I'm going to a bachelorette party this weekend. I don't want to be on my period and around a lot of people. Yeah, that that's fair. Mine, I always know mine is coming on because like the full moon happens. Mm-hmm. And then it's normally like a day or the same day of the full moon. So I just predicted then. I just use my calendar, but I forget to use that thing. <laughs> but because uh, I have to count, because I always have to make sure that I'm regular because of my health. So, right. Like, I'm That's always like, I, even if it's like two days different, I'm like, okay. So, I was starting to get freaked out that I kept shifting, but it's been two months correctly in a row, or at least in a row the same. So, like, that's fine. You're that's great. great people. It's fine. But obviously, I'm a little hypersensitive to it. So, I was just like, okay, like as long as I'm not having really bad symptoms and things going on, it's fine. But yeah, for some reason, you know, just horny on my period guys and sharing it with the world. I, I I know I'm in my like luteal phase because I feel super bloated and I'm not hungry today at all. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm just like, okay. Yeah, this is I mean, that time it's again. Like, it's, like, it's all trackable. Yeah, <laughs> and like if you know your body, like it works too. But it's like all like trackable. If you're like, wait, why do I feel this way? And then you can look at it. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those times. So I'm watching. I tried watching, or I mean, I started. I just didn't finish because it was fucking long, which was ridiculous. Um, that rom com, Red, White, and Royal Blue, on Amazon. Have you heard of that? It's based on like a book. Um, I did see it. It's like the son of the president and then like a little prince and stuff. Um, it was pretty good, but it was a long, so I couldn't finish it. And then um, someone had told me like last fall to watch some show called Tell Me Lies on Hulu. Yes, it's good. Yeah. And so now I finally started that and boy. It's good. Episode you know two is already d- 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 dying. Yeah. You know what else you should watch after that? Sex Education on Netflix. Oh, I stand for years. I yeah. stand that show. I don't know if you okay. Do you know the song by Peaches? Fuck the pain away. No, okay. Not many people know that song. Okay, but the kids sing it in like a choir episode, and I text my friend like, I think you'd appreciate. I think me and you are the only ones that would Maybe appreciate. If I hear it, I'll. 
you know, like, you know, when you don't know the name of something, but you hear it and you're like, oh yeah, that song. I'll send it to you to see if you know that song. Cause it's, it's okay. not an American song. What happened? Uh, okay. I won't even sing it. Cause obviously, um, but can't. the album was called teaches of peaches. So nice. we'll just, <laughs> I, on Friday, I hung out with my coworkers, which was a choice I made. Now we had fun, but some of them came over. And so I just played like I have a playlist that's just called Club Ruby. And all I know is that it's up-tempo music, but I forget what I add to it. And at one point, Slob on My Knob came on and I was like, oh, next, <laughs> next. We don't need that. I don't even know if they recognized it, but I had to be careful. Hold on one second. Sorry, guys, I needed to pause for a little real estate. Um nice oh, I feel like you could have just yeah but I feel like every time I on a minute we could have we could have made up a segue I know but you know yeah. I just I was like sorry she wants to know that she's busy booked and motherfucking busy um and she will not allow this podcast to interrupt her business <laughs> I feel like sometimes I'm rude and you're song. talking yeah I feel like sometimes I'm rude and you're talking and then I'm like, what? So in the name of Everybody me staying present. That's what she's doing. <laughs> Whenever Every time you me, hear me clearly telling a story and all of a sudden you hear silence. Or you hear me say, yeah. <laughs> I'm worse I than a man. I'm sorry. Blessed. I know. I was like, yeah. So I was listening to a song called Slob on My Knob and India's like. I heard the slab on my knob on your playlist. And then I looked at my phone and was like, fuck. <laughs> so that's where we're at. Um, do you have a popping and poopy of the week? Um, I do. You first. Okay. My poppy of the week is you because today is National Latina Day. <laughs> 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 While you were doing your stuff, I was like just on like mind scrolling. <laughs> and I'm like, not India posting happy national Latina day on our pod account. I mean, I saw it and was like, oh, this is perfect. Cause I couldn't Thank think of a pocket. support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody surprised. I'm Latina. Here we are. Um, who's your poopy? Anybody? Um, my poopy is Facetune because I'm sick of seeing all these Bravo bitches in way too much Facetune. It's like their whole face is different. Were you? Um, did you send me the Lisa Hochstein picture? I did. Not put you on block, but I'm like, I went out like, which again only happens five times a year, and so I was just like, I know she sent me something, but my sleep has been so fucked I couldn't remember. She did look like an animal. <laughs> respectfully you know like you know when someone gets their face painted for like Halloween yeah. like a realistic cheetah or leopard or something like she was giving true Siamese cat and I saw another one today um Kenya did one and she faced everyone Aww. in the picture and I was like oh my gosh you guys are already naturally beautiful what what is this know, why is everyone like Barbie dolls Kenya is gorgeous like you don't need to make your face look like you have no pores like and it's not even just like smoothing like the, the texture it's like woof no, yeah, like it's just it's like something else. Yeah, it's Gretchen nope. Rossi syndrome, y'all. It's too much. And everyone and literally all those women are beautiful on their own. Um, don't let me bring you down, do what you want. I'm no one's judge or jury. It's just not it's just a little shocking. 
it's not healthy. Like clearly everybody has like a dysmorphia thing now because they like used it a little bit once and now yeah. they it's it's like filters and I get like you know I always say I want a nose job to fix like the top but at the end of the day like I I like myself for who I am today yeah I think it's just like everyone has things about themselves but like if you don't like find some kind of neutrality or acceptance of yourself at every phase of your life like you're never going to be satisfied like you're always going to be chasing something that's possibly attainable but you're never going to be happy Cause if you're not happy now, you're not going to be happy with what you get later. And as you age and all of that stuff too. Right. It's going to find a problem. Yeah. Bitches love yourselves or whatever you guys lost Lizzo. So I don't know who's going to tell you about self-esteem now. Yeah. See that y'all. <sighs> I'm on today's the last day of due diligence and it literally ends in 45 minutes. So I'm like doing my best. I'm doing my my best to hold it together against the patriarchy. That is um, other agents. Right. Should be doing too much. Okay, y'all. who is your poppy? My poppy of the week is you, because you're my co-host. <laughs> I mean, do I deserve? I mean, I always deserve, but do I, I mean, deserve? You, deserve. you uh. We don't need to say what it was about, but you know, you fielded my text messages this weekend. Oh yeah. And I was very patient. I'm oh, very you, patient. And you're very days. patient today. I had like the worst day of my life. Not the worst. Hey, look, day. I'm patient with you. I had the worst Monday in memory. And so therefore I'm thankful for India because bitches didn't do shit for my entertainment this week. <laughs> I, um, I'm patient with you most days. All right now. I'm an angel, so I don't know what we're talking about. I am so reliable. Um, and my poopy of the week, I feel like we all need to take a moment here. I think we kind of, I did a pre goodbye like a few weeks ago, but now I'm really ready to shut the door on somebody who's been a big part of my life. After last week, we're done with Bethany Frankel. We're just done. Oh, I mean, for sure. But like, you know, I was like a little resistant. Like, I think a few weeks ago, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm good on her. Like, you know, it's not what it was. But the whole interview with Rachel Raquel last week, every it's already been discussed. Like, we're going to just be like wearing it down because so many people did like live episodes about right. it. Or like, you know, we post it on social and stuff. But all I can just say is like, the um, like she yes she was always like that but like I could just kind of like redeem it with like you know at least she gave us good tv it was a good arc all this stuff but she just like was I don't like I wouldn't say she was exploiting Rachel Raquel um I think Rachel Raquel gets a benefit out of appearing as well you know what I mean with someone that like again before last week was still probably my number one alumni of all time or alumna I should say of bravo um but it was just like a mutual like that was a mutual dick sucking contest because they were both just like you were wronged no you were wronged no you're amazing like not amazing but you know what i mean like rachel raquel's like oh my god you're bethany frankel like i'm just honored to be here energy and then bethany the number of times she's like i mean i don't know you i don't watch the show but here's what i think and it's like you sound like a fucking moron and then the ads alone like they did a three-part interview that was probably actually 45 minutes altogether. if you tied everything together without the ads 
<sighs> I, I mean, mean, I probably should be Kyle because the way he like popped off about Bethany in the in the comments was iconic. So you're choosing Kyle over me. Amazing. You know wow. me. <laughs> you just took back. She just I, I choose literally took the poppy back. It's my, my critical mistake. She literally just the dick took the literal best thing that happened to me today away. Can she be tied to poppies? No, I don't want to tie. Girl, poppy tie and boy, poppy. No, that is not the name of the game. You're poppy p o p p i e, and he's poppy p a p i. No, okay, <laughs> sure, <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> but I think we we did talk about Bethany and um, Rachel. My yeah, only well, thing is like that it was going to happen. I, I mean, know. Rachel, I don't feel bad for her, but at the same time, she's an idiot. And so I do like, I and I say that to say, like, I think Bethany like has the upper hand and definitely takes advantage of like her incompetence. But then yeah. I'm like, you also have a team, Rachel, like, or did have a team yeah. and like, they must be incompetent, just as incompetent too. Like you should have just gone back on and sucked it up and gone back on Vanderpump rules oh. for another season, had a, a redeeming season somehow, like of an arc, and then you can peace out. But now you're left with nothing because Bethany paid you zilch, rumor says, rumor has it for the interview. And like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, it's just like, she's the kind of stupid I don't feel bad for because she has the opportunity to like do her, as you were saying, due diligence and like look through all the pros and cons, mm-hmm. but she just isn't that deep. So she's like, what cons? I'm obsessed with Bethany Frankel. And my mom said it was a good idea. You know what I mean? Like she's, she doesn't have a mind of her own. So she deserves whatever bad things happen to her is my thought on people like that. Like, she's not like a little baby. She's 28 years old. If she's an idiot because she just never tried to learn anything in her life well and also a few seasons i was watching a reunion from like one of her first seasons and they were like and you're gonna be a teacher okay <laughs> yep you go you go teach kids go help them maybe <laughs> and pre-K. Was like, good luck to that maybe pre-k i think she was gonna study to be like an ot or a pt which i know a lot of them and you know what baby girl was would not have even gotten into school. I mean, Kanice was so easy to me. <laughs> okay. So you're a person with a brain and she's Rachel Raquel. So I don't think. But don't ask me anything about what I learned. Um, That's what I'm saying. It's like, it, if she can't make it, you know, and also yeah. like doctorate in something is different than. But I would rank, would you say you would rank Bethany worse than Raquel, like than Rachel? Because Bethany knows what exactly what she's doing. Like I think they just were pathetic. Like I don't have like a one or the other. Like I said, Bethany's my poopy because I don't even care about Rachel Raquel. Right. Like, but Bethany's already done so much stuff like this that it's just not shocking. Like everyone's acting like she was like the evil witch and Rachel Snow White. And it's like, no, it's not that deep. Like, or Ursula and Ariel and stuff like that, other people are doing. It's like, no, they're both bad people at this point mm-hmm. who both just wanted to clout chase and wanted to be on top of it. And, you know, Bethany wanted her big white whale and being number one podcast and all that stuff. And it's like, but yeah, now like the credibility is shot. Did you see Lala um, post um, like shout out to 
send it to Daryl being on the number one podcast. Yes, I did. I love Lala forever. The shade. That was so good. And it was like, it, those were the things like the points they chose were so dumb because Bethany did zero research on it. She probably just like had someone help her mm-hmm. and did a terrible job. Rachel can't defend anything herself because everything she said, I just felt like she was digging herself into a bigger hole. Like she was all like, not, she wasn't pretending to be remorseful, but she was just trying to be like, I'm the victim. Like I've suffered so much, blah, 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 blah. And then Bethany's like, do you forgive yourself? And not a beat pass. And she's like, yes, I do. Like very defined and not in like a humble, like I've learned way. It was like, in a, of course, like I'm a good person. You know, like it just still, there's like a weird cognitive dissonance there to me where she just like, and it's like not excluding him. They never asked about Sandoval because they were like, you know, Bethany was so focused on Andy and Bravo mm-hmm. causing her harm. And I'm like, what about the man that roped her into this relationship in the first place? Because they were like, why didn't, why didn't Andy or a producer give you a tissue? Why didn't Andy or Bravo console you when you were being berated on the show, like on the reunion? Oh, and she's so trying to get Rachel to be like inside at the front line her of her lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why didn't the man who put his dick in her and like also help ruin her life? And emotionally manipulated her, like, completely. Yeah, like, but that doesn't sound as aggressive as put a dick in you. So I mean, for sure. Um, Mine's more for the effect. <laughs> you know, I think two things can be true. I think Rachel can, and in, in very deep inside, be a good person and just make shitty decisions. But she doesn't, like, show any, like you said, remorse for these decisions that she makes. Um, and I think that's, like where just, like she loses everyone because it's like they all on the show make fucking mistakes like and like you I think you mentioned this in like the rant that you put on um on Instagram like the the real fans we know like the shit that has gone on on pump rolls for like the last fucking 10 years like they're all ain't shit to be quite frank they've all done ain't shit things including Ariana including you know um Lala including minus katie (laughs) yeah katie really just got beat down for like eight years and yeah minus our poor katie um my poor capricorn queen but like they've all done shitty things so like rachel could have very well had like a comeback this season um and i mean they all filmed together for quote-unquote you know lisa or because that's what they get paid to do it's their job it's their job yeah it's like, their I fucking hate, job like, everybody um, so about this. like it's a real world situation like but of course they yeah, weren't going a television to... program yeah this is their livelihood right like they're gonna do anything to get a paycheck because they all live out of their means regardless so right. but she did like a howie mandel times two because not only did you meet with bethany but then you also rejected being on the show like you you dropped the bag yeah, she's an idiot and, and Bravo, I do think that Bravo should have some type of like, or make sure to have some type of mental health support. Like, yeah. I know that um, when we filmed with Gabby, like they reached out a little bit, but not, I don't feel like Gabby said that they were like really looking out for her mental health like that. Correct me if I'm wrong during our interview, but that didn't, that didn't seem like the way that it was, you know, cause she met with a therapist afterwards and did her own like kind of work. um and I know shows like Love Island they do want to make sure that like everyone's mental health is in check and they do do mental health checks um quite often I've I've heard on Love Island so I wish Bravo had the same like type of care but it's also like did you have to go to a three three hundred thousand dollar like facility no 
I think, yeah, like, I think you give her a lot of credit saying, like, she might be a good person deep down, because I think she's- I think everyone's a a good person deep down. I just think that they're, they have, like, blackness around their heart that they need to excavate. Okay, well, I think that there, it's, like, the same as, like, there's not just good and bad. There's just people who, like, exist and, like, have no soul. Like, play her the What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish from Barbie so she can see if she can form a soul, because it's just, like, (laughs) I agree with Ariana like she's a dementor like she just doesn't like she doesn't and like honestly probably the fault of that family because it's like she doesn't have like any concept of like morals or values or like what like caring about anybody outside of herself and so to me that's just not a good person like she's just like looking out for number one and like feeling you know and again because she must have been in like an environment that didn't serve her when she was a vulnerable young sponge so it's not her fault totally but at 28 if you're not like beginning to be like huh what kind of things can I do for myself I just like I don't believe her when she says like she's done the work quite honestly oh yeah no um everything that comes out of her mouth sounds like bullshit to me and I think she's just like looking for still external validation I don't like the fact that she was like well I'm never going back to reality tv let's wait 18 months and see about that and that she's going to start a podcast when she can barely string two sentences together please (laughs) that I will not be downloading because there's plenty of like actual celebrities or other people that I like that have podcasts and I try to listen to them and they're not good hosts so I'm not listening to Rachel Kell be like maybe um, she'll surprise you like giggly squad no they had brains they just chose to use their powers for evil against my hub house (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you can listen to Rachel Kell and report back on uh the emptiness (laughs) I haven't there are so many other podcasts to listen to that the the B ones just they don't come up (laughs) I just I'm like I'll let Ruby do the hard work and and listen to that because well it was like Bethany haunts me dark morbid me was so excited I didn't listen did I listen to the third part no I didn't I listened to all three parts of the interview because mm-hmm. again, it was actually only like 12 minutes altogether and I was at work. So I just would kind of like tune in and out. But I didn't listen. She did like a rant afterward about the quote aftermath. And the minute she just started talking, I was like, I that's how I knew I was really done with her. I was like, I don't even want to hear you bullshit me this time. Because I've yeah. listened to her bullshit me plenty of times. But she's, yep. So this is the end of an era for me. I'll still watch seasons one through three of Roni and feel something. But alas just like any other ex the memories were good i'll keep the pictures and (laughs) quickly move on and feel nothing about it at least you keep the pictures yeah i do that with everybody because i'm like i don't actually like feel that terrible about it i'm like we had a good time we had a good run i don't want to run it back but we had a good one (laughs) you must have amicable 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 breakups I mean, I think I'm the villain for some people, for sure. I'm definitely the villain for a couple people. Actually, but probably for I also all, call it not. I, I call it not taking shit. I call setting boundaries, and like not uh, procrastinating. You know what I mean? Like people who put off, you know, ending things for like months and years and whatever because they're like, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings, and that's not just like relationships. That's friendships. Yeah, family ties, all of that. I if hate I on you. I'm over you. And you'll I, know. I hate, I know you can hear these dogs barking. I hate 
so much pet owners who do not properly train their bitches to not bark. They need to be sprayed with water. Well, there you go. Animal abuse by India Harris 101. That is not animal abuse. That's animal training. Not spraying them with water. You put a kid in timeout, don't you? You might pop a kid kid on their hand, don't you? Nope. I don't know. You might take away their phone. You can't take away a a dog's toys. What are they going to? They're going to be like, okay, whatever. The dog is guarding their home. So I They are not guarding a home. Every time that man lets them dogs out on that back here deck, there's no one there and they just start barking. A little one and a big one at that. Well, I can't say anything. Her the owner is a white cisgender man. That's the problem. There you go, guys. <laughs> I was like, my dog barks. Her dad is a white cisgender man. <laughs> <laughs> India hates my dad, everybody. <laughs> I love Colin. <laughs> I know. I think he's the only white cisgender man most people like. <laughs> there are a few that Except I like. It's not those He just gets away with all his fucking feelings. I'm like, who else? My uncle Mark. He's a white cisgender man. Oh, I was like, who's Uncle Mark? I was like, <laughs> where did he come from? <laughs> that is like a white name. That's so funny. I think that's it. <laughs> yep. There you go. All right. I guess we should talk about Roni since that's why we're here. Ronnie, um, I have to rewatch it this week because I like was in such a rush today watching it, watching it, but I want to see it like visually more because we had like outfits, we had wedding or vow renewals, we had the whole jam. Right. Um, I will say Roni and I think maybe the new Orange County too, they're doing the thing that like Vanderpump rules and selling sunset and all these shows do where they have transitional songs now. And it's like that aspirational music, you know? And it's like, why can't a lady be a queen or a king or something? And I was just like, I don't want word songs. I want hijinks music. I want to know like if this person is shady music. You know what I mean? Like I want this, like Alex and Simon had their own soundtrack whenever they would show up on the screen. If you watch Old Roni. Mm-hmm. Those are things we should keep is my opinion. So that's all I have to say on that. But everyone's getting ready because it's Aaron's 10-year vow renewal. And so, like, Brandon and Jessel are shopping together and Uba and Aaron are shopping together. So Uba, like, helps Bryn, or helps Aaron borrow, like, some pretty diamonds for her wedding. Vow renewal. God, I'm going to mess this all up tonight. Um, <laughs> vow renewal. And then Brynn and Jessel are making fun of Aaron's invite because it's sponsored by a bunch of brands. But, hey, free event, man. I love free. Yeah, like she Aaron's just putting her business bitch hat on because that place was beautiful where she had mm-hmm. it. I'm sure like, very expensive. Pretty. Yeah. Like if you're gonna get some free drink, like everybody does that. So she, just, yeah. she was doing right by the people who did it for her, I think. Oh yeah. Brennan getting shit like that respectfully. Like Brennan's just trying to catch up here. So and I like Brent. Let me just disclaim because everyone's like hater, hater. I like everybody on this cast, but People yeah have, people have moments we had like they showed jenna doing like her interior design work now with like emily hampshire from schitt's creek mm-hmm. and i was like it was cute but like also it was giving like free ad also of like and here are your lashes and she's like yeah. oh my god i'm so glad you sent i, I didn't even give them to my artist. makeup designer yeah it was like it was a little too canned but 
but I like Chits Creek. So I was like, Hey, Emily girl. So that was cute. And then we actually had the prep, um, like, Oh, Aaron and Abe like go to dinner and he gives her like a new ring. Cause it's been 10 years. Yeah. I definitely thought that 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 was like stage the big rock or a bunch of rocks, but he said that it wasn't like, it was just a coincidence. And I'm like, "Mm, but also who doesn't say that, you know? Right. I'm like, uh, the waitress definitely looked like big rock or small rocks. Like, cause why would you order a drink that, you know, is like, he made it. Yeah. It was like their tenure. And it was like, here's the, one of the places we used to go to, you know what I mean? Like it was a, it was a moment. He's traditional. He's cute though. He's like a cute dork. Cause sometimes he makes a face. I'm like, Oh, dork. But then sometimes he makes a face. I'm like, Oh, cute. Yeah. So, you know, cute dork. I would. That's almost. <laughs> I would. <laughs> a, a Libra. I would. <laughs> a Ruby. I would. <laughs> I'm sure everybody's so shocked. I'm, but I'm very respectful of their marriage. Aaron is beautiful. Um, I know you tweeted this, but Jessel is giving hardcore Alex McCord, Dorit Kemsley wannabe. Okay, so this this part of Jessel, I completely, totally understand. And this is like business Jessel because some like in New York, what school your kids go to is all about your, it's all business. And I think about everything in like terms of networking these days. So I get Jessel. Also, it doesn't seem practical. Like she's not really getting anything out of this. I mean, of course, it's not practical. Like, Pavit is hilarious with his band. Pavit being like, bitch, they don't even speak English. You're worried <laughs> about the Mandarin. Because, like, maybe he's like, our kids aren't very smart, Jessel, because they're yours since you didn't know what socially inept meant. Neither one of them know what socially inept meant. And he was like, she's not writing major. it. And she's the English major. So, what a fucking idiot. Um, but $62,000 for pre K is. Whew, it just, it was giving like desperation. You know what I mean? I feel like there was a way to play that cool or like not use that as a bit on the show. Do you know what I'm saying? I guess she's quote being herself, but. I mean, being herself and like they're on reality TV. So we want to see every single part of like what they do. I, um, I just don't care about preschool. And I, I do think that like, cause I think about like what school I would send my kids to, because honestly, even in Atlanta, you have to start early. Like, I think everywhere you have to start early because yeah. like daycares fill up, like schools fill up so fast. You'd have to like get yourself on the waiting list before you even fucking pregnant at this point <clears throat> because there's su- such in high demand. Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, in America and we could do a, a tirade about like the American educational system. Oh, for sure. Um, that's another podcast. Oh yeah, for sure. But six, you know, I just think like, okay, 62,000, like she was saying like, oh, an air they have an, twins, like, um, a hundred and what? 24,000 or something. Yeah. But it's like, okay. Like I don't care about the math book or all of that stuff, but it's like, okay, good school, like expensive school. I'm rubbing shoulders. That's a, the part that I care most about, like networking, like for me and real estate, like I would like, if I would want my kids not to, I mean, not saying I would send them to a school this expensive, but like a great school where I can network, join some clubs, meet some clients, like within reason, you within know I mean? reason like, trying to like go. But I have, if I have money to fucking throw away, I would throw it away on $62,000 for education for my kids. If I knew it was going to take them somewhere, like, and it would get them somewhere that, that like they needed to go. 
in the education well, system. She needs to pick a lane because you're mad that people think you're a princess and then you're spending six figures on. I don't think that's being a princess though. I think no, that that's like, just she being. She has a vibe of wanting bougie stuff and then like getting upset when people think that she, you know, like she wants pretension. But they all have bougie things. They all have bougie things. But they that does make her a princess. Acknowledge it. She's the one that got in a huff about being considered pretentious. Do you know what I'm saying? About being oh, a princess. Princess was the word used, but it's the same thing about like having airs about you, right? Because she was like, how do people know that like I come from anything or all of this? It's like, because you're acting in this way. I mean, they all act that way. I think Jessel just gets called out on it for because of other things. But I'm like, I'm Jessel is like growing on me. And she's I mean, becoming Alex less like Alex her freakiness, like Alex. And I think it was just like it, the combo of Alex and her <laughs> and her husband. They were both equally like, ooh, they were yeah. iconic. The content or, that we have forever. Thanks to those two is. Oh, for sure. But Jessel and Pavitt, like Jessel is obviously like more bougie and Pavitt's like way more down to earth. And like he centers her and grounds her. But I think like to like they're a good combo together and they don't like she doesn't like scream thirsty tweet thirsty to me in the way that alex and her husband did simon that's right not as much yeah i need to just see things about jesselyn pavitt that aren't about their kids because that's the only thing i feel like they talk about so i'm like do you want to be in a relationship like do you guys have because supposedly they were friends and all this stuff and it's like there's no like but their banter is so friendly. Like when he walked in on her getting makeup and brought her some like wine or champagne and he was mm-hmm. like, it's four, like she was like, it's not even, it's only four o'clock. He's like, that never stopped you before. And she was like, they had like had a nice That's little banter. Like with her, I just, I don't mind that people are annoying or weird or obnoxious. like, that's the thing. I love terrible people on Housewives, but I like when they're just like, it's me, bitch. Like I act crazy. Like saying that she's pretentious, I'm not saying that the other ones aren't. It's just that she has like a, this is the narrative I want for myself. And then everyone's like, no, bitch, you're over here. Like, it's four in the afternoon. I never do this. And then he's like, yes, you do. Like, he does make her more endearing because he's like, no, bitch. Like, I think they like not live well together. Yeah, I think they work well together. I mean, I like him. Uh, He definitely like humanizes her because- Otherwise, she's a person. But I like, I like Jessel. I like, I like the side David dynamic way more. And the thing I was thinking about when I was watching them talk to each other, because like in the first episodes, I was like, okay, like Sai pulled some old sugar daddy. But Sai is actually 42. It's just that she got them good genes. And so she just looks a lot younger because he definitely looks like someone who could be in his like mid to late 40s. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh no, y'all are closer in age. It's just that she aged really really well because she's still out here looking 28 or something but anyways i loved that when they were interacting and i was like catching him up on the tea he was like it's very funny to me that you're the one people go to to like share all their feelings because that's not really your thing yeah (laughs) and i said i feel that (laughs) but i really like she's somebody that even though she has her moments like i like her moments at home like i like her with her kids with her husband or if she's just like kicking back like wherever because she also loves a call out but I hate when it's like in the big group settings because I think she just kind of gets like vocal so that she doesn't fade away in the background so then she's doing too much 
Yeah. And I also like that David like humbles like ground side too. Cause they're all a little like here. Mine is Jenna. But, like okay. their husbands are like, actually. <laughs> well, again, it's the state. take you down three notches. Like, it's the steak potato thing. Cause those women are all steaks and the husbands are like, all right. But you also need like me in your life to get your shit together. Yeah, for sure. They definitely have that moment. I say we take a break here and then we're going to talk about the renewal. So many things happened. <laughs> Let's do it. The critical mistake I made as somebody who's on her period. Yes, this is the 72nd time I've mentioned it in this episode is I didn't get like something sweet for cravings. I was like, I could really use some cookie dough right now. Can you like, are you like in walking distance of cookie dough? I don't think the mini mart has it, unfortunately. And also I just don't believe in walking. So I just did my grocery pickups. I'm like, we're not going back out for shit. Actually, I am going to run errands tomorrow. So I mean, that <laughs> might honestly be though. why I'm craving Taco Bell. And part of me is like, get the Taco yeah. Bell because I'm doing Soul Cycle tomorrow. So I know I'm gonna burn like 500 calories. The, the irony is like luteal phase, you actually are like way hungrier than menstrual phase. Because it's like your body preparing for the hibernation. Right. But I don't want like the good stuff. Like I've got some, I got like a, um, a board. Like when I met up with a friend, I got like a board of like four pieces of toast. And I keep looking at this toast. Like, I don't fucking want this shit. Like I want grease. And then I almost went to Publix. Because I almost went to Publix to get the ingredients to make tacos myself. And I'm like, this will be way more expensive than if I just run over to Taco Bell and just get my little and also just like off. lean into it because I just I like don't believe in like earning calories and like you know, um depriving yourself of the stuff. It's like if you're not a fucking monster every day, which I know you're not, it's like just live your life, man. Do you know what I ate today, Ruby? I had okay. one. I'm looking at this toast. I had one piece of salmon toast and half a piece of Brussels sprout toast and a piece of toast with goat cheese. That's it. That's all I've had today. Matt, that's it. Well, in a judgmental way, you know that I'm always concerned about your eating habits because they're <laughs> neither regular nor sufficient for how much nutrition <laughs> you need. So those are choices that you make. <laughs> Literally. But- neither and then you're like, yeah i need to regular. i need to burn off the taco bell when i've only had 473 calories today well i know tomorrow i'm gonna eat because i have like a meeting so and breakfast is gonna be served and then we have like um an event for my brokerage so then i know i'm gonna eat like canapes and like um stuff there and then so i'm like okay i'm gonna get eating tomorrow well that's, that's good day. it's important to eat every day <laughs> <laughs> most people would say three square meals but okay i had girl dinner girl breakfast girl lunch yesterday that's all um you girl have dessert the past three years that we've been recording this but yes yeah pretty much uh, maybe i, will. I did say that for one time um and i probably like sent you that dm but i do just otherwise i'm like literally that's just how people eat like you know like everyone's like it's girl dinner and it's like that's just like anybody just doesn't want to cook today <laughs> like literally i just can't with labels we know me aquarius rising i'll move on okay the vow renewal um 
it was giving, you know, event for sure. It was a big event. It kind of reminded me of Nicole from Miami's engagement party. Mm-hmm. I think with the bank. And they both have like, to me, they have like very similar taste because they're both like very bougie, you know, like they want everything like branded and trendy and all that stuff, but like in good taste too, you know, a like princess. I, yeah. That's what I, you said. Babe. I told you already. <laughs> I am a Jessel. Because, bro, I liked Jessel before anybody else. I was like, this bitch is nuts. And I want more of it. So we need to backtrack defensive because as I said, just because one person's called a princess doesn't mean that other people can't be princesses as well. Everything is true, babe. So it is what it is, but they have both really good taste. And so I just feel like it kind of, they match up. Like, I feel like I could see them being friends if they were on the same cast or the irony is like, sometimes when two people are too similar, then they are in conflict with one another. So if only we had the Aaron Nicole crossover, we could find out. Yeah. Um, so then we have everybody. But we did have a Meredith Mark crossover. Oh yeah, we had the Meredith Marks cameo. That was great. Um, I'm re-watching Salt Lake City from the beginning because like we didn't get any new OC last week. So I was in a bit of a drought emotionally. Yeah. And so um I was like, what do I want to watch? Cause I'm like on the in my other show rewatches, I was like on the Orange County COVID season, which actually it's an unpopular opinion. The Orange County season 15 which was the covid season with like elizabeth and bronwyn's alcoholism is actually better than the heather dupro return season as a whole like if you were to say like this season versus this season in terms of like cast and activities like the heather noella gina thing was not as good as bronwyn dealing with like going sober during a pandemic and elizabeth's unhinged divorce not divorce crying in the woods trauma was actually a lot better i think yeah anyway i digress um, all I'm i can think about is gina saying Brad! like at the top of her lungs like screaming at her at the party <laughs> oh yeah no she's like you're a sloppy chihuahua and see that was the only season where i liked gina because she was like very frank gina was like in that transition phase like before she became pretentious and like oh i'm an orange county girl now you know like and think she's in fashion or something now with those crazy confessionals because it was like she had just met travis like she was like mm-hmm. her space like mm-hmm. her hair was better um because it wasn't the bad hair season it was like the season after that she had like gained a little bit of you know like love weight so she was just happy you know what i mean like she was just like in a mentally healthy spot and she wasn't like too concerned with like keeping up airs with people yeah and then it happened so um, and she like rightfully called Bronwyn out a lot of stuff and then was also the person who like supported Bronwyn the most post which I thought was like a very real thing too so yeah shout out to OC season 15 but I was watching Salt Lake City season one from the beginning and the serotonin when Jennifer Shaw hit my screen bitch I you are a Jennifer Shaw that apologist <laughs> I don't apologize I'm like <laughs> yeah she's a fucking criminal and I want every second of her on my tv and there were just like all these things I forgot about from season one, just little things because like now they've have quote personas and also the whole cast looks so much healthier and better in season one than they do now. Cause they hit those fillers and those surgeries and those yeah. contours hard. They all look better in season one than they all do right now. 
every single one of them. Even Heather? Yes. She looks better. Because really? she she's just like too like pinned and arranged and stuff now. I feel like they're they were all I don't know. When I watched season one of of Salt Lake, I thought, ooh, too much filler. Like Jen too much filler, Heather too much filler. Like it was just ooh, shocking. Jen had a confessional where I think they contoured her on top of it and it looks very boxy. But in her other confessionals and on screen, she looked really healthy mm, she, not he- like she still has shit in her face but like looks better than she did by season three. Oh, it's a relativity thing but um <laughs> probably i think lisa barlow is probably the only person who looks better now than she did in season one because she was just like not in on all of that stuff yet but um what was the other one and i like a nicely done filler like we're and i said this to john actually i was like there are like um people who i don't even know what you call them derma not even a dermatologist um what do you call people that do estheticians estheticians that will not like inject you to make you look like that boxiness they will look at your face and they'll say okay like we could fill in a little here just to like make this even out with this or like fill a little bit in your chin Mm -hmm. they won't they will only consciously do work on your face they won't do too much i think actually um what is her name Cam Zolciak's daughter, Bre- uh, I almost said Bronwyn. Or Bren. What is that? I, I can't I remember that, that girl's name, the older one. But she said that too. She said like, you know, I can't believe that there were estheticians that literally just like made me look like this. And like no one, I think it was on her lips, like and no one like stopped me. And like no one said like, this is too much. Or like, this is not- people want that money, babe. I know, that's what John said. You and John said- <laughs> like people are fucking dumb like everyone thinks that like i even say that for just regular healthcare, not cosmetic procedures you have to like be conscious and have a frame of mind and know what you want but plastic surgery and cosmetic procedures are the most dangerous thing to be like do whatever you want because there are people who either like just like actually value their reputation their skill set like that you know they do remember that they did you know, swear a Hippocratic oath of do no harm. But that's like once in a blue moon. Most people are like, oh yeah, this person's insecure. I can show them every single thing that I could make them look symmetrical. That's how someone like Heidi Montag had those 10 surgeries in a day. Yeah. Because she was like, I just want to be what a Barbie is or something. She literally was the beginning of the of where we are now. Because remember when that happened and like her family was like crying on screen and just like I can't yeah, because she was fucking crazy and out of her mind but people do it like um there are plastic surgeons like and it's been on all these brow shows before where they're like no you have to decide what you want because I could just like mark all over your body you know what I mean because it is like they're trained to look at things in like a symmetrical mm-hmm. way or in a like tightness way and it's like you may not even think anything about like the shape of like your hips and your thighs, but someone would be like, oh, well, we could get rid of those saddlebags or we could just like lipo out this chunk in your butt or something. And you're like, oh God. It's like when Samantha, (laughs) I know you don't watch Sex in the City, but there was an episode where Samantha went to like a plastic surgeon and he marked all over her body. (laughs) And she like looked in the mirror and was like, what the fuck? It's so true. Like that's the dangerous part of it. So you have to have like, that's why like with the face tune too, you have to have a good sense of yourself and like, why am I doing this? Because if you're 
insecure and you just like hate everything about yourself you're always going to find something to like work on and then that's how people look look like fucking muppets man or you're awesome jk or like spongebob i'm gonna love roblox oh roblox yeah you right legos well okay back to this vow renewal i thought it was really pretty at least the parts that we saw and also like i was putting away my groceries while i was watching so you know i was doing a little bit of multitask here today Mm -hmm. um but i loved i I liked aaron's outfits like i liked the sparkly like i liked her main dress more than the two-piece because the two-piece looks like taylor swift's dress on her tour but i liked the two-piece on her more than the one piece because the one piece like didn't really do her boobs a favor like they like smushed them down like taped them better but yeah she taped them all wrong like to the point where her boobs just looked like because it seemed like they were still, like they like, were up against like a windshield. Oh, that's not good. I mean, she also has had three kids, so no, no. Like I wasn't. I'm not talking about her boobs. I'm I know. Just I'm talking just saying, about like, the way they're they were probably taped. like harder to arrange properly because they're already, you know, maybe a little more tubular from sucking. Maybe so. Maybe she couldn't help that. So I take yeah. it back. But you know, no. But there's ways. I feel like you bodies. could put like I feel like you could put covers on top. So mm-hmm. that you can talk them where you want them and then tape the covers themselves too. Right. Or like, like the Kim Kardashian boot tape where you just like tape the sides, tape the middle, and you just like tape yourself up. It's so hard. I just like look for stuff where I can hide mine and like that they're in place. I, I, I don't have like cups. So well, I have B cups as well, but they really? just going yep. Oh bigger cheese are a little bigger than mine. I just wear really good bras, but no, they're what I call barely bees. Um, like, I mean, I let them loose in a lot of stuff, but I just like keep them in places where I don't think they're going to like go out the side or something. Yeah. Because I just hate the effort of tape. Um, so yet again, these Roni girls are, in my opinion, terrible guests because Bryn came to this thing already hammered. And that's one thing when you're like 25 and you're like, I want to pregame and get lit. But like coming already zonked out when you're in your thirties, I'm like, really? That's what, that's how we're playing this game when there's free alcohol. Like, you know, it's an open bar. Like you gotta be lit when you get there with the sunglasses and the uh, (laughs) Meredith Blake look that she was rocking. I was like, this is too much. I thought maybe it was like just done for the show. Like, I don't, I was wondering if she was actually drunk or if like she was just playing into like either way it was like it was it was a lot you know and like that's the toxic thing right it's like she's so entertaining and because india feels some type of way about me talking about these girls when i just said i like all of them all the time i don't feel any type of way i don't know why i feel so defensive about jessel like i don't know what it is i I don't know and you need to talk to a professional about that because it's not me maybe i should talk to jessel about it yeah you talk to her enjoy (laughs) (laughs) um but uh the thing is is like as much as I enjoy Bryn like I love her entertaining us sometimes it's like you know that person in your friend group that's like used to always being in the middle of the attention Mm -hmm. and like they can't even let go of that even for somebody else's wedding vow renewal whatever like I felt like she was like no I need to bring my like brand of hilarity to this too and it's like you could just like you can make jokes and stuff with the people but like she just had to take it to attend the whole time so I was just like team doing a lot although i did laugh that she wants to date aaron's dad i support that for her and make aaron call her mommy 
I was like a little worried. I was like, is her mom dead? And she's talking, telling, talking about calling her mommy. I got nervous. But then when we met the mom later in the episode, I go, okay, Dorothy's alive. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I think in the first episode, like the family came over to her house for like dinner or something. Yeah. They didn't make it clear they were divorced though. So I think they didn't make it clear they were divorced. Yeah. But that's a good kind of family too, where it's like not. My favorite kind of family. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but when they had dad and the friend in quotes, I was weak (laughs) because I was like, I feel like that's just like a lot of, there's a lot of, um, women who like have dads like that. And that's why they're just like, you know, I don't fuck. I feel like that's me with my uncles. Like my dad is a little softy. I mean, that's Nicole. Remember on my, yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) And and I always said that her dad reminds Mm -hmm. me like, you know, that's why you're kind of just like, you have that matter of fact energy. You know what I mean? Cause it's just like, yeah, men ain't shit. So you either find a good one or an old one. Resi- no, but like you're resigned to know, like, this is how men act. So you're not under any like fairy tale illusions about like, <laughs> oh, he's going to treat me like target word of the day, princess. Um, Justin and I talked about that, like how a friend of his um, <laughs> is like, he treats me like a princess. And we're like, ew, we don't want anybody to treat us like fucking princesses. Like, shut up. Queen them or nothing. I just, none of it. I was gonna say something really inappropriate. About I mean, I love being. No, I'm just gonna lock to. it up. I'm um, gonna lock. I it up. love being catered to. But it's just that word. It just feels so like stupid. Oh, you so misogynistic. Husband. It feels probably misogynistic, but it's just like like you're a little baby, like my princess, my queen. It's like ew. I mean, queens are boss bitches. Princess princesses minus Diana are not. I just. I don't know. It. I don't want some man referring to me as either of those things. Hello, queen. Refer to me by Hello, my name. my queen. My name is Ruby. I mean, I'm never calling a man my king. So he can see. he can call me ma'am or master. <laughs> That'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not like that. Not like that. He can call me my name. You don't like pet names but this is also coming from someone who i don't think wants to commit to a like a long-term relationship like you don't give off energy of i want a long-term commitment no 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 no. i like hmm. okay find it we're finding it (laughs) strategy i'm thinking i'm not saying no to long-term commitment we've discussed this like i don't think i'm for a nuclear family but I would like like a partner, but it's just like a vibe. Like I like romance, but I think people, especially like with the other podcasts, think that I must like like fairy tales and like, oh, he's gonna tr- again treat me like a princess. And it's like, no, I want somebody to like rock with and go on adventures with and have sex with and have fun with. You know what I mean? Okay, guys, we like, will best see. Friends, best friends who have sex. Okay, we will see five years from now guys if we still have this recording god god willing and monetized in five years we will see where ruby is because because what do you see i see it i see someone in denial of what i'm sorry and i'm hella intuitive i've told (laughs) you this already i think i am not gonna psychoanalyze on this here podcast (laughs) You have the credentials. You have the credentials. I think that, like, no, I'm not doing it. Then don't do it. I don't. I'm fine. Listen, I'm okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. You don't have to pull my leg. 
Bitch, not this reverse psychology where you thought that because I said no, I meant yes. I said I mean, no. I was coming, I was coming up with it, and then you shut me down. So I was like, okay, never mind. And I was like, wait, actually, maybe, maybe. Let me just I- say something. I like I am a woman of faith of the Lord. So I'm gonna tell you a few things. I don't care when I die, when it's my time, it's my time. Wherever I end up in five years is where God wants me to end up. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, WTF. <laughs> well it's because i feel like you're like trying to say that like i have an idea or i don't have an idea and i'm like i'm just i'm not no i literally think you have no idea like Correct. i think you i think you have no idea but i think that in in the heart of hearts okay like you would love someone who is like you're equal like equally yoked i think you need a balance of romance and a balance of like of like homie like you don't need yeah. someone who is like yeah. like on their hands and knees like doing everything for you but I think that seeing a ro- more romantic ruby like a more like um like like I think it takes a special man to bring out like a woman's femininity like and we don't give that easily and so it would be nice to see like like you and like your femininity and like really loving on a man because that man caters to you the way that you want to be catered to and like embracing like getting flowers and like going on these romantic dates and oh we could do all of that a gondola bitch like not a gondola but i will take flowers and dates all day i i believe that if a man took you to italy and was like i planned this gondola date you would fucking go Oh, in Italy, sure. I thought you were saying. Like, where do you think we're at a gondola for? In Miami, in like Vegas or something. I don't know. No, <laughs> I have bigger dreams for you than Vegas. Thank you, Angel. <laughs> I didn't know where we were. I, I didn't know where the gondola came from, India. I didn't know where the gondola was. And like us, like yeah. us, like Type A women, us yeah. steak women who watch these rom-coms and are like oh my god this is so cheesy low-key like we we love some of it like we would no i like desire some of it there's that's like that's what i keep saying like multiple things about a person can be true like i love love i love other people's love like i'm not gonna say a name but like one of my friends said like i'm gonna propose to somebody blah blah and i got so excited like i love the concept of love for other people oh yeah for sure and i have the opposite where i have a very good model of a like my parents i always say are nuts but like they are like that model right yeah like that friends who rock with each other and they're very romantic they celebrate not their just their wedding anniversary they celebrate their first day anniversary. They celebrate birthdays. They celebrate everything like they ride or die for each other. And so it's kind of like, I'm just not going to act like for any motherfucker on the street. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, for sure. I think you so definitely like, know what you I want. I like love, but I'm also just like not resigned to like, it. Ha- it you know, if it happens, it happens. Like it's like detachment from the outcome. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. So it's more that vibe of like, I'm I can be very happy for other people I love romance like I'm a very sentimental person as we know with my friends right with like cards and presents and birthdays and all that stuff but like I I I just and no one's no one's calling me princess they can have another pet name but if someone tries to call me princess I will push I mean I don't even want to be called princess or queen but I just want them to know in their head she is my queen you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but he can like, never say that out loud. So you'll but have please to- don't say it out loud. But just know in yeah, your head, like that word this this so bitch hard. is my queen. Like she is the I am the moon that orbits around this bitch. Like correct. 
All of that is fine. I just didn't like those <laughs> phrases. That's all I was saying. I will I just say, make it a psycho dive. I just challenge you as you detach from the outcome to still yeah. have in your mind the visualization of like how great it oh, could yeah. be to have the perfect, not the perfect man, because no per- perfect man exists, but the perfect man for you. Because I'm I imagine for you. Listen, I'm always optimistic. It's a balance, right? It's like, I just don't want to get caught up in that stuff because. I have it not in like relationships specifically, but in life, I have like overthinking problems and like anxiety and stuff. And I can just get really caught up like to a very extreme way of anything and make myself sick in general. So oh, I'm like, sure. I'm myself sick over looking for dick. Either. Oh no. Or Hold the vision. Have an intention. Me. Have a list of what show was it that I watched that I feel like it was a Bravo show. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was fucking uh orange county and vicky was like i yeah. made a list of like things. and she looked things. at her as always and it was a good 18 things list she had a good 18 things listen people shit on victoria gumbelson but she is a smart woman oh i mean duh kodo insurance yeah hello <laughs> everybody get into it <laughs> for a rainy day that bitch had a vision oh yeah uh, but she still picks the wor- worst men. I hope this man is the right one for her. But all those other men have played her so hard. On Watch What Happens Live, she was like, I'd still be married to Don if I could. I'm like, oh. I mean, I loved Don. I mean, he I did. I them together, even if it was toxic behind the scenes. Because yeah. they were funny. Like, whenever they pretend to be asleep when other people were talking, I was like, yes. <laughs> I love them. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your insight about... I don't even know what you said. I'll be in five years, but thank you for that. Insight. I didn't say anything where you would be. I just said, like, oh. where do you imagine yourself? <laughs> I said, let's see where you are in five years. That's what I said. Yeah, but you had some kind of like brujeria that you were going to start to try speaking and then you stopped yourself, which I was. I did speak my, my um, brujeria over you. <laughs> Only the good. I'm a good witch, not a bad witch. Oh my God, this is an out of control episode. That's not what we needed on Monday. Look, I've been told I'm just very intuitive and I just, I- something, huh? I use it for good, for good instead of bad. <laughs> I use it for good instead of bad. Well, thank you. I'm so, I don't sound like it, but I'm very appreciative of you. <laughs> <laughs> Only because you're making me uncomfortable. So I'm laughing. I know, I love making you uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Anyway- um back to this vow renewal um jenna was like a whole different person i said all right gemini there you are because her vibe was so different than how locked up she was at the beginning but then when she reveals that she and her partner broke up and they had been together for like 18 months i was like okay it's also like fresh breakup energy but definitely fresh gemini breakup energy oh yeah fresh gemini breakup energy and fresh breakup energy are two different things saying she wants to hang out with a man after all that talk about women and how much better they are at pleasing each other i was like oh yeah she wants wants to take a ride is what i'm hearing (laughs) oh and something (laughs) she wants to ride somebody (laughs) and so i was like all right jenna i kind of liked it i was like all right we're getting a little mix out of you like it was like jenna and like her outfit she was like very like sexy looking and she's like i'm on the hunt oh yeah or something I'm looking for something or someone or sometime. It was hilarious. <laughs> and then I was dying at sigh when Jessel, your little baby cub, was saying that um 
was inviting Jenna to be a third for her and Pavit's first night back together. And Sai just turns to Jenna and goes, okay, so she's a fucking psycho. (laughs) (laughs) I said, come on, Regan, because that's my girl. (laughs) I feel like like Jessel was like, I feel like maybe this episode, they all opened up a little bit for either the good or the bad. Like Bren, okay. But Jessel like opened up, like she seemed way more friendly and like, like chill. I think she's not trying to put on, like, she's just like hanging out. I think her and Jenna have both like chilled out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so they were they were having happen. a good time, which I appreciated. Now, do you think Bren? Okay, I guess you're gonna bring okay. this up. Oh no, I was gonna say, you know, who didn't appreciate them having a good time was Aaron's sister. Yeah, Ooh. who looks just like their daddy. She was like, "Hey, shut it! It's an engagement party." I was like, "Bitch, you don't even know why we're here, and you're trying to be mad at like people who are filming a television show your sister's on. Like, get out right. of here!" And then her yeah. mom was talking to them, and then she was shushing her mom. If I try to shush my mom, you guys, even at 32 years old, that woman would be like, bitch, you can shut it when I'm dead. <laughs> Kelly. I, say, I might say, mom. Like, but um, I get, no, I get yelled at by my whole like Latin family when I tell them to be quiet in public places. They're like, that's how we sound. And I'm like, okay, well not here and they're like I and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing thank you guys I hate you all <laughs> so. I was weak during the speeches and vows when Jenna's like he has four pages in his hands oh like because it's like oh my gosh like we're in for a ride I'll give you one little gift at the line I most related to was Jessel saying wow this is why I don't go to weddings (laughs) because I hate that like okay I don't hate the speeches because I've also been to a wedding where the couple decided not to do anything at the reception like they didn't even do a first dance Mm -hmm. it was just the reception and I was like okay so I'm here for just a party I could have done at my house you know it was a very beautiful thing but like you know you want some of the tradition of like I would say you each half of a couple has one person speak for again maximum of three minutes each and then it's over and I believe in a first dance because I come from a culture of dancing if you don't know how to dance either rock side to side like you're in sixth grade or hire a choreographer and like learn a very simple routine and also first dances should just be like 90 seconds yeah it's almost super long don't do the whole song nobody wants to see y'all dance for a whole song you don't want to be like stared at by people for a whole song unless you are a dancer and then you'll have what a routine so those are my wedding tips as somebody who's professionally attended about 83 of them in my life yeah I decided in a vision that I'm not getting married in front of people. she just said I decided in a vision like yeah. Raven Simone out here okay. for sure um <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting married in front of anybody like I'm not I just don't want to do it I don't want to walk down an aisle I don't want I don't want to get a big ass dress like I just don't want to do it I'll get married at a courthouse with like literally like like my close family and whoever the man it's going to be we'll say John I was like but anything that happens I'm a ring on my finger I know Um, I know I know listen I support this I support it doesn't have to be a name until it's time. Yeah. So, but I'm just weak at you just saying <laughs> it. Like, that's all it is, is I'm just weak at it. But, like, I also support it. Yeah. I don't 
I've never pictured my wedding, so I don't know that. Me would... either. So that's why I said, we're just going to throw it out and I'll do a reception. Yeah. I, I, oh, I don't even want to have a reception. Y'all can just send me gifts. <laughs> I just want to do like a private, like court thing, like in like a dinner, like after, you know, no, maybe even not that. Like, I think I would no. just do a private court thing. And then yeah. immediately, like everyone just meets us at the reception. Like, I don't want y'all to see me get married. I don't want to deal with the crying. I don't want to deal with the, <gasps> like, and me walking on the aisle. Oh, so gorgeous. Like, and buying the drug. I just don't want to do it. Like, meet me at the party. Let's turn up. I don't even want the party. I just want the party. I would be like, sorry, going to my honeymoon. See you. And if it is, John, I have to make enough money to afford Stone Cold Steve Austin to be at the wedding because that's what he wants. That's the only thing that he wants in his entire life. I could find that man on the side of the street and be like, oh, please like please just yeah, like you can't be that much anymore i will watch your children i don't know if you have children that are young but i will watch them you probably have parents right months. now india i will watch them motherfuckers too <laughs> okay um but yeah the the speeches were really rough and like all those people seem pretty nice but it was too much but i do like they aaron and abe so i like aaron abe content because they seem super sweet yeah. Um, you were going to ask me, I presume about Bryn hitting on Abe or like flirting with Abe or whatever. Yeah. Do you think it was gone too far? I just don't see the point. Like, I just don't think it was the right time. For, you know what I mean? It's like, there are people, I don't try to act like this because everyone thinks I flirt with everything and I'm just like a friendly person, but like, I try to act real correct around like my friend's partners yeah because it's not, not because they don't trust me or I don't trust their partners but I just think to me there's like a line where that gets weird to me unless like you all knew each other before people got in relationships so I just I just feel like it was selfish to pick that moment to act like that if you if I think she's flirted with Abe before and Aaron doesn't care because Aaron's like pretty chill you know like they're all the same age and she knows Brynn doesn't mean it but I think like not at the vow renewal and not making those like it's just like a a politeness as a guest thing. You know what you I mean? You just tell Abe like felt uncomfortable until she said segued into like, the but I do thing. want the dad. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I don't think she meant anything I just, by it. I don't think she meant anything nefarious. Like, I don't think it was malicious. I just think it was like thoughtless. You yeah. Know? Like, hey babe, this is actually not your part. Like Bryn's giving was your time. That was your event let Aaron and her husband have right 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 you know like we get it like the whole bit is that you're a flirt and you flirt with everything but again even a flirt knows how to control themselves when it's an appropriate time right now moving on to something even better food are you sigh leaving the party to find food I'm not leaving the party like so I've been raised properly and I know there's a thing too like they're in these outfits they're starving themselves blah blah I've been raised to never come to an event like so hungry that you're like going to be the first one to grab the canapes and like shove your mouth with all the stuff like because that's just not proper. So it's always like eat something light, but like dense, you know, like a nutrient dense kind of like snack, like a tuna fish and crackers, you know, trail mix, whatever it is, hydrate so that like you can conduct yourself. And if it's a terrible event after, you know, like we're oh wait, there was nothing I could eat or the, you know, and I also have like food allergies too. So sometimes I go places I can't eat the food. Cause I'm not going to ask ahead of time what there is. If I wasn't asked about like a dietary preference. So it's to me, not a good look, but maybe it's like, oh, I would leave the first time it's socially appropriate and just go home. You know what I mean? But like, clearly they hadn't hung out together or like taking the pictures and stuff like that. So 
I think it was just a little dramatic and she could have prepared better. She's somebody's mom. Like, don't you know to have like a snack before you go somewhere so your blood sugar doesn't drop? Like, oh, I'm sorry all day doing Irish goodbyes. (laughs) No, you can do an Irish goodbye, but like my family, we like don't fuck around with that. And I might be again, ironic because like, this is her claim to, it might be just like coming from working class things where it's like, you want to act proper when you're at a proper event but like yeah my family never played that was like you're not gonna go reach some for something first you're not gonna take more than a certain number of servings you know what I mean even if it's out there all day like you're gonna do the proper thing my Um, I guess I'm not proper because I'm like okay where are the snacks like yeah no I'm not the first in line maybe the third and also yeah never first in line unless someone like forces your hand like you're always like wait your turn or sit till someone indicates your table or all that stuff too because it's just like you don't want to have the kids that don't know how to act and then also like you want to be like a grown adult handling yourself I will say Sai probably thought it was appropriate because the speeches were done and she had already said hi she was there for a while so she's probably like all right well I'm going to get food like bye I won't even be missed like she has a million people to talk to yeah I think, but I think like if she would have left during the speeches, that would have been rude, but she saved it. Like if we're after the speeches, like I'm hungry, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I can't eat pigs in the blanket. And she had just came from her daughter's event too. So she was probably like hangry. Yeah. She just needs to, I mean, she makes money as a content creator and she needs to like get a little partnership with sweet green and get that salad like Aaron and Abe did before their dinner or before their (laughs) room. Cause they were nice and full of fiber that was slowly processing through their digestive system. Okay, public health. Let me tell you, I'd be knowing some stuff, guys. Just because I <laughs> act like an idiot on here doesn't mean I don't have a wealth of knowledge. So yeah. I would have left if I was that hungry, I would have left at an appropriate time. I feel like she knows that it's a TV show and it was going to cause drama to leave before without saying goodbye. Oh, I mean, I do Irish goodbyes it's probably just like, all the time. But at you're events, not on a TV show. At events everywhere. Well, with that, like, follow, and subscribe at Pop of Color Pod on Instagram and what was formerly known as Twitter. We still engage with that application for some reason because we're not trying to do threads. Right. And don't forget about our lives. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, we're back, little angels, and we're going to share some secrets. Yeah. No, we're not. Yeah. We're not going to share any secrets, but that's like my favorite thing to say to people. If I have nothing else to I go, tell me all your secrets <laughs> and then try and see if I can get something out of them. Yeah. <laughs> and it works quite a bit. <laughs> Let me tell you guys. Look, so much the ball. I literally say that's nothing. I can't remember people anything. People just tell me shit. Like, and a lot of times shit that I don't even want to fucking know. And I'm like, why did you tell me that? Um, I guess I, I look safe, like a safe space. <laughs> I am a safe space. Maybe that's a counselor oh, yeah. in me that like people just see me and they're like, oh, wait, I'm going to tell you my life. Well, according to my little pal, Tasha, she said that I'm that friend too, where like people come to for wisdom. I guess those who can't do can advise. So <laughs> just because my life's direct doesn't mean I don't know how to help other people. <laughs> Very true. Which Very true. I'm going to share. Um, This is not like a, partnership or anything but I'm gonna share Tasha's account on our stories when this is posted in case you guys want an intuitive astrology reading because the woman is gifted and I love her dearly so 
Yes, she. Yay. Yes. So this week, our live next week, and then it'll finally be the best month of the year, September, the month of rubes. It is the month of rubes. All month long, all month. (laughs) Don't sue us, Lionel. (laughs) But yes, don't forget, from now on, we will be recording Wednesdays. At 8 p.m. Because then the next week. I'm glad that you said it because actually I needed that reminder. Yeah, you did too. <laughs> you saw my I face. I said, don't forget. Like, Are we? He was like, what? literally just said, like, next Wednesday. Starting next Wednesday, we will be recording. Well, we will be doing a live every last Wednesday of the month, whether that's the fourth or the motherfucking fifth, just to be precise, at 8 p.m. on Instagram live. And we will be posting new episodes now on Thursdays because with Salt Lake City and Southern Trump coming, we have even more content. So look forward I'm to Thursdays. Yeah, Again. because I was wondering, I was like, why did she make the live on a Wednesday? <laughs> because <laughs> our new schedule is Wednesdays. <laughs> I know, but like when I first saw you post about it, when we, you know, when you made the graphic and stuff. I was like, why is it on a Wednesday? Like, <laughs> see, this is why I'm a CEO. Just- <laughs> <laughs> wow, dears. I'm glad we hopped back on to do that. <laughs> yeah, to remind her ass of our new schedule. <laughs> Guys, Mercury Retrograde starts uh, this Wednesday. So good luck, tributes. It's both Venus Retrograde and Mercury Retrograde through September. I can say that. I have worked through like some arguments and some in very positive ways. And um, Tasha said the moon is about to move into Scorpio to watch out. Cause I was like, everybody in this office has an attitude. So it's only going to get worse for about, I don't remember how long moon cycles last. I think it's like 48 hours or something. Oh, Ooh, good luck to us. Enjoy the Libra, <laughs> the Libra moon. We're beautiful and vapid. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>